welcome to Keeping It Real with Beth and Darren. We started our show when the pandemic first hit, and now, about a million days later, we're still doing it. Or 90. Or 90-ish. So listen in, laugh, chat with us, but all I can tell you is that we're going to be keeping it real every single time. (sighs) Okay, everybody. Darren's stressed, so it's going to be a fun uh, show today. I'm just a little stressed. I'm just, not, you know, I'm not, I'm not very, stressed. very stressed. I'm modestly stressed. Okay, I, I think you're very stressed. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. All right. I'm very stressed. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Because I'm stressed because I woke up really early this morning because we have an outdoor baseball and softball camp, and the weather uh, looked really ominous, so I made the decision to cancel the camp today because I thought thunderstorms were going to be coming. They are coming. They are coming. I thought it was going to happen earlier than it did. So I actually went down by the field. I was looking, watching, seeing, looking at the clouds. And should I cancel? Should I not? Because once I made a decision, there was no going back. And here we are at 1030. And it hasn't started raining. And it hasn't started raining yet. Um, there hasn't been any thunder, lightning, so now I'm feeling a little bit like a fool. No, I'm no. a little bit like a fool. You can't, um, you can't feel that way. You it's, can't. uh, it's, <laughs> I wish I had a, wish I had a crystal ball, and I wish I had a, uh, a weather app that was 100% accurate. I, well, I could have given was, you, like, uh, Mr. G's, like, uh, phone um, number. I could have oh, gotten Mr. access to Mr. it. He's a nice guy, Mr. G. Yeah, he is very friendly. But I was watching, I was literally looking at my phone since last night looking for the weather to change just yeah, to well. see like is is storm going to be pushed back you know when's when are we expecting thunder and lightning there's so many operating restrictions that we have right now uh that make it make running the camp a little bit difficult normally in times when we have bad weather we would just say we're going to hold our camp indoors not that's today. not possible this time because of the number of kids that we had at camp this week we're under strict capacity limitations which prevented us from moving the camp indoors. So I am uh, second-guessing my decision, which is causing me angst. I'm trying to get past it. But that doesn't mean that Beth didn't have a great meal for us last night. I have to, I have to focus on the I have to focus on the positives and not being stressed out about that about the uncertainty and negatives. You can but, thank Seasons of Scarsdale I, for the meal. Yeah, I, I have nothing yeah, to do was, with it. It was a well, it was a well planned, well thought out meal by you. I don't care who you sourced it from. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, it was well, it was also um, Dylan because we were um, we we went through the drive through. He was it was very hot and he was. Good morning, working, Gina. He was working for you, so he wanted to go through the drive through at Starbucks. And he's still working for me today. Yeah, so we were assuming it doesn't rain. Right, so we were waiting on the line for a while and I said oh I'm gonna go over to Seasons I'll pick up dinner and he said well what are you gonna pick up and I said probably a rotisserie chicken and some other things and he goes really he's like is there are there any other choices and the reason why he said that is because Beth effectively makes her own rotisserie chicken yeah so even though it's not rotisserie per se you make enough chicken that it's got like a rotisserie type I know I'd love to buy one of those rotisserie thingies but whatever no we're not adding yeah I know I don't have enough counter space so Anyway, he, he then said, do they have fried chicken? And I said, you know, they do. <laughs> so, I, good morning, Matt. So I morning, went ahead, Matt. and they actually have skinless fried chicken, which is a little healthier than the 
the other version. I so lo- I like skinless fried chicken. Yeah. yeah. There used I to like, be, I love fried chicken. Do you remember the chicken place that was in Quaker Ridge that was yes. so good? Uh, what was that called? Oh, I and forgot what it was called, and they went out of business. And they Not had... Ruffle Feathers, was it? No, it's something else. That's a place in Garth. Anybody know what we're talking about? Yeah, whatever the place place was. So anyway, so I did that, and they had some really nice sides, and I still got my rotisserie chicken for me, and you guys had the fried chicken, and you have extra, so you could have lunch if you want today. I just had a whole menu full of items to choose from. So it was a good, uh, that was a good choice yesterday. Excellent, excellent. Um, We're going to be picking up our daughter on Sunday? Is she, she going to be coming back? Is she gonna... Yes, she's going to be coming back, so if we can pick her up, that would be nice. I know she'll be very happy. Let's play it by ear to see, make sure that the uh, Philadelphia does not get added. Poultry time. Very good, Mary, but thank you. That All was the right. Place. I'm glad somebody's listening. That's like a time. trivia question. <laughs> it wasn't was meant a, to be trivia. That was an early morning. That was a four-minute we'll have... trivia question. I, I, thank I, you. I used to love... Oh, and Matt got it, too. The only... <laughs> I loved poultry <laughs> uh, time. New show food <laughs> trivia. Um, yeah. I think I'm okay going down there to pick her up. The only thing we have to be careful about is making sure that Pennsylvania... It hasn't been added to the list I think yet. Delaware is on the list. But they haven't. Okay. So you can be I rest assured that I they haven't I can't afford to go added. to a place and then be subject to quarantine. Okay. They have yeah. not been added to the list. Okay. And she's promised you she was even going to take a COVID test on Friday. That has, nothing to, that has nothing to do with the quarantine. Okay. That's, fine. that's, that's totally separate. Totally okay. Two separate issues. Okay. okay. I gotcha. You can speak to Governor Cuomo if you like. Well, she'll be happy that, that we could do that. So okay. Anyway. Um, so... Beth and I were talking this morning, and Beth might be thinking about, once again, going <laughs> for her real estate license. Okay? I'm in. I'm out. I'm in. I I'm know. Out. I right? hate studying for that yeah. thing. That, I hate it. If there's any... If, if it's I love po- houses. If it's possible for to get your real estate license without actually having to take a test, <laughs> Beth is in. I'm in. All right? I mean, Beth- listen, I, I love houses. I love looking at other houses and coming up with ideas, and I don't have to buy you just don't it. Want to, you just don't want to study for a test. I just don't feel like it, but it's like 75 hours. It's some crazy amount of time. Like, that side of it is just kind of like, mm. But our friend Alicia's doing it, too, so I was texting her today, and I said, what What was the program you did, So she, or you're doing? So she gave me the name. Good morning, Alicia. It's called, yeah, it's called the real estate course. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> I gotta have lots of sources of income. At this point in time, I may even become an Uber Eats driver because you know hey, we have the, tuition to pay. We Uber, can't just the Uber you know... Eats drivers have been making pretty decent money. Yeah, it really was good chicken poultry time, Mary Beth. Absolutely. Yeah, so I'm I'm thinking of lots of different streams of income. And then I was even saying, you know, my first job out of high school, or not even out of high school, my first job in high school was working at the King's Plaza Mall at Benetton. That was my favorite store ever. And I learned how to fold, and I was able to really, like, I I went to college. I was the best-dressed kid in college because I got all the discounts. So I said to Alicia, maybe I should get a job at White House Black Market. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a gr- that's a great idea. Although I won't have any savings because all my money yeah. is just gonna go to the clothes, so yeah. that might not be a good idea. I guess I need to find something that's more volume. Uh, by the way, so Beth told me I said, "Well, just go ahead and study for the real estate uh, test," and she's like, "Okay, well, I have to sign up for the course again." Oh yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean again? She goes, "Yeah, well, the last time I signed up, I only got the chapter two, and it expired." <laughs> <laughs> and it expired. It kept reminding me, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Because so, my PR business picked up again, but PR these days is tough, people. PR is always difficult for you in the summertime. It uh, is. PR in the summertime always takes a, oh. always takes a nose. It, it always happens in the summer. I'm, like, ready to go and do something else. Now, you know, I still have the marshmallow thing, too. That's also been on hiatus for a little bit. 
Yeah, but, because where am I going? What events are there? That's, where am that's I, true. There's, I, not I whole, was, there's not a whole lot of events going on to peddle marshmallows right now. Yeah, but, there's no party favors that I can do with my marshmallows. That but kind of if you actually do get your real estate license, you should know one fact right off the top of your head is that prices in the Westchester area right now over the springtime supposedly are up about 3.6%. Oh, man. 3.6% is the average increase in home But you can't take the prices. real estate test yet. Oh, that was a problem because it's... Um, well, if they asked you that question pandemic. on the test, you would know. But they're not going to ask relevant stuff like that. <laughs> do you, well, how do you know they're not going to ask that? Because they gonna, don't ask stuff in the news. It's going to ask you technical, like exactly. law related Yeah, law related. And, and I'm not a law person. Well, she was doing real estate here in New Rochelle. In the 90s. And uh, no, she was doing real estate here in New Rome. I know. I, that's what I said. Hey, that's, that's very good. All right. You well, never know. You never know. Um, so I don't know if you saw gyms and fitness centers are now uh, joined together and are going to be suing New York wow. State for, good the, fact for them. That, the fact that they are not allowed to reopen yeah. because uh, they originally were part of phase four. And now they're and in they purgatory. Got, and, and now, yeah, that's, they're just literally just hanging and waiting to hear from the state as to when they can open up again. <sighs> I, <clears throat> it's it's painful. I mean, I, I truly, um, I feel terrible for them, and they should be allowed to reopen with whatever restrictions, guidelines that they have to operate under. Um, these, I mean, you just can't shut down businesses. I'm sorry. I know we're I know we're here in a pandemic, but people have to feed their families. People have, they, there's a lot at stake here. And just to go ahead and leave these businesses, you know, without any visibility as to when they can open up again, I got to tell you, as, as a business owner, it's it's beyond it's beyond frustrating. It's it's a it's a financial impossibility for many of these people to survive. And mm-hmm. again, and so I I understand why they want to sue, and I, I have to believe that if they put the guidelines in place, this is what you're allowed to do, what you're not allowed to do, and, you, and you're forced to comply, then those businesses should be allowed to, to reopen. The movie theaters, the, the gyms, you, you know, you go down the line. I, because what's nothing's going to be changing anytime soon. That's would What is going to be different in a month from now, two months from now, three months from now, where they would say, okay, now you Well, and the up. other thing, too, is it's also tracking to see, like the whole tracer thing. You want to see where some of these cases came from. We keep hearing that it's like party at somebody's house or, you know, that there was initially was going into the religious institutions and then it was also bars and stuff. So all I know, and I'll tell you this, like I will not, like whenever I used to go to New York Sports Club, it would drive me crazy because, right, the the lady would be spritzing while I was on the treadmill. Have, sometimes it was a man too, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it was mostly the lady. Okay. Like she, I would literally be on the treadmill and, and she would be spritzing with the cleaner. And I'm like, how <laughs> healthy is that? That was like the worst. So you know that, that they were already crazy about cleaning before this whole thing took place. So I would imagine that they're going to be even more so. And then you just reduce, like you just don't have certain things. Maybe you don't do your classes or the classes that you do, you only have a limited amount or whatever it is. But I mean, I can't imagine that a lifetime 
fitness is going to be able to stay in business for the amount of money they were charging people. They they used to they have a swimming pool. They have summer stuff that they did. I mean, they're gone. Yeah, I mean, spread out the machines, make the machines whatever six feet apart, whatever the requirement is. I mean, do whatever you need to do. Have extra cleaning people on staff to go ahead and sanitize and and partitions between the treadmills. Yeah, yeah, even partition exactly. So I mean, it's just it can't be. If they're not cleaning the surfaces, yes, that's a real problem. But in terms of the amount of people in a space, how is it any different than going into a supermarket? See, you know what it is, though, and I feel like in New York, Cuomo probably has a home gym. Cuomo yeah. doesn't have to deal with daycare. His Peloton. Cuomo, they have a Peloton. He's probably got a Peloton. Like, he probably has all these things that it doesn't affect him directly. Right. So he doesn't care. Right. right. And, and that's the thing. It's like the minute it affects... His life directly, he'll it'll hit home, but it doesn't hit home if you're not if if these are the things you're not doing anymore. So in a way, it becomes like toll collectors becoming op- obsolete. Your you regular need, gym is going to be obsolete. You need to make calculated, balanced, well thought out decisions. It is very easy just to say stay shut down. It's a, that's the easy way to yeah. go about it. You have to you have to come up with better solutions than that. That's just my, that's or you provide. All kinds of relief to these places, whether it's from landlords or renters, to cover the costs until this is behind us. Um, you know, Matt says the strain's gotten so weak. Is anyone? I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, they're I, a little bit, but not a lot anymore. It is. It is definitely. Well, hopefully, it continues to weaken. I. That, I mean, that, it's that, worse in other parts of the country, but it's as if other places now are experiencing what we went through. So, you know, I was reading. I didn't realize this, but um, a woman named Ellen DeGeneres, who we always used to love. I didn't realize she was under such... Con- you know, it, she, I feel she like you're like three screening. weeks behind the news curve. No. <laughs> yeah. What, that her, her staff is speaking out about her? That I had she's no a idea. Pain? I had no idea. I thought, I thought everybody loved Ellen. Mm, no, you she's, know what it is? It sounds like she's not very nice. I don't know. You know what? Comedians are always kind of prickly. I, I have never really met a comedian that isn't kind of edgy. So I I understand that it's it's more like people that are uh, worse that she supposedly used to describe her that she was dehumanizing towards her staff. I mean things like I mean there's a difference between being a little bit prickly versus just an outright you know right dictator. Yeah, I know. She uh, sounds. Te- I mean, I I used to love Ellen. I mean, I used to love Finding Nemo and listening to, to was it Dory. Yeah. I mean, she was great, but now I'm reading these things about her. I'm like, wow, that that's that's sad. I mean, if you can't trust Ellen, who can you trust? Well, that's interesting. I mean, in that, like, you think about Oprah, and that's I, like the fortress. She's yeah. like, I mean, I remember when I the one time I went there um, with like the cast of Everybody Loves Raymond, and I was and my friend oh, was her chief so, of. Every time we. T- I, yeah, anytime, Beth, anytime Beth mentions everybody else, we got to take a pause for a second and just think about the people who she was really close with. Doris Roberts. Yes, I loved her. Loved her. So anyway, I'll never forget, I went there, and at the time, her chief of staff was someone that I used to work with at the Maury Povich show. And the producer of the segment I was working on, I also worked with her. So I felt like, okay, I got an in. Maybe they'll let me, you know, they'll <coughs> introduce me to her or they'll bring me back. Because whenever we would work on a show, you'd get to go back and meet the host or whatever. Not at all. They were like, yep, good to see you. And Mm. it was sort of like, it was a lot of this. And I was like, whoa, okay. But she's that person who, like, if you are not in her inner circle, 
you're you're out. You're out. You're, you're out, out of the circle. You're not inside. You're, you're not outside. You're, you're on the you're, outside you're, you're of the outside. circle. So I mean, but not that she was mean, because because no, these people only have wonderful things to say about her. But you had to get into the circle, and I was never in the circle. Knock knock. Can I come in? Nope. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um. All right, so I won't talk about it. Oh, and Kevin O'Connor's watching. He was on The Amazing Race. Oh, hello again, Kevin. Kevin's Speaking back. Speaking of show, everybody loves Raymond, Amazing Race. Yeah, and, and our good friend Phil Kogan, who is the host of The Amazing Race, has a new show on CBS called Tough as Nails. Didn't I? I, I went to Phil's house, right? For yes, the, we did. I did. For in, when, we, when they in launched in Rye. In well, Rye. he doesn't live there he anymore. He's in California. That was my one opportunity to ever be involved with anything Beth did. Oh, come on. I got very I got very few looks on things. Right. I did get, I did get invited to that party though. That was that, that was, was good. That was no, nice. but there's a new show. It's called Tough as Nails and it's all about celebrating like workers across the country. So everything from like construction to masonry to like all kinds of other things and then they put them through challenges. So. And so they tried to the other day they were one of the challenges was to build a brick wall. And, like, the mason shows them exactly how to do it, and then they got to do it, and whoever does it the best, like, wins the challenge. So I'm like, hmm, I'd like to try that at There's home. a show that I won't be watching. All right. <laughs> yeah, Derek, hang a shelf. I lost the challenge. Change the light bulb. <laughs> I think I might be uh. um, there was There's a lot of interesting stories, like um, random things again, which is, you know, what I focus on, on, on all the random stuff. This yeah. is very sad. As a 15-year-old boy that was with his dad... And was I don't know where they were exactly, but they stopped someplace to ask for directions. Oh no! Terrible. Um, the person that they asked for directions for, I guess, shot the father, and the kid ran out, got away, and ran into the woods and was lost in the woods for like thirty hours. Thirty hours. He came back alive, thank God. Did the dad die? Dad died. Oh, yeah, that's was, horrible. I, I, Where is this? I, I'm not sure exactly. It may be in California, but it was... California? I think. I think. I, I have to double Come check. on now. I have, to, I have to double check on that. Fa- fact check that. But again, right, I'm getting just, kind of annoyed but with ask, But asking really. for... I don't know that for a fact. I have to, but asking for directions, and that's what happened. Can you imagine, like... Not, I mean, the, the tragedy of the father getting killed. Can you imagine what the mother was going through, where her son is gone for 30 hours? It's like, I mean... Oh my God! That's just the, I mean the, the, the stress. The, the, I can't imagine the type of stress that they were were going under. An idiot shooting him because he's asking directions. Well, I don't. Again, I don't have all the okay, details. Okay, whatever. It, but I, still, it's, it's, it was it was terrible. All right. There also um, there's been talk about on the airlines that there seems to be a lot of people on no. the on the planes that are finding quote unquote creative ways not to be wearing the mask when they're flying, and it's really been bothering a lot of the staff on the airlines and the pilots and, and so forth um i don't know what creative ways that they're talking about other than maybe just keeping the mask down by their chin or underneath their nose people if you're going on an airplane you gotta wear the mask from beginning to end i mean maybe you can lift it up a little bit to get yourself some air but you gotta keep that mask on i mean it is that, that you <laughs> that is just a cesspool of germs waiting for, for 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 problems, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know people who are not complying when they're traveling on a plane, but I mean, you're just asking for trouble for yourself and for everybody else around you. So if you are, well, again, whether you're on a train, please do the same thing. Wear the damn mask. Yeah, Becca did on the Amtrak. Oh God, it's, she said it was very, it was it was tough because she had it, the N95. And, but and she, I don't know if anybody know. has had to wear a mask for an extended period of time for anything to do. I will say it is not easy to do. So I can understand if people have to pull it down for a little bit 
to be able to get their breath because it is not easy. Especially been, in this humidity. It is, it is tough. And I can see if you have to pull it down for whatever, 30 seconds a minute. But when you get, when you get, when you finally recover from whatever, you know, oxygen you need, put it back on. It's, re it's really important. Having it down with your, below your nose is not covering your face. Mm -mm. Um, you know the Yankee pitcher CeCe Sabathia? No, I don't. You don't know who he was? Who's I a, mean, he, I know a name, but I don't it's know. Very, anybody you out ask there? Ask me questions. CeCe like... Sabathia just retired last year from the Yankees. And what's interesting, and the reason I'm bringing it up, CeCe Sabathia was huge. Huge. But always a very effective pitcher for the Yankees. And actually, arguably, arguably a Hall of Fame pitcher. We'll, we'll see. If you look at him now, retirement, the guy is jacked. He lost so much weight, completely jacked. But the question is, why couldn't CC do this when he was actually a major league baseball player? Well, he, maybe yeah. he was carbing up. No, no, no. This is no. This is not. This was not a carbing up for a game situation. This was a guy who just didn't care about his physical appearance at all. Still managed to be a great pitcher despite that. Now, if you look at him right now. I wouldn't be shocked if he said, "You know what? I'm gonna I, go back. I want to. I want to make a comeback. I don't know if he will, but I mean, looking the way he looks right now, he should give it a shot. I mean, CC is look. CC looks great. Good for him. Good. For, good for you, CC. You go. You go, CC. Another sad story. There was a girl, 17 months in Illinois, at a party. Parents took the, the the child put it up in a, in a room at a friend's house oh, and, no. the, and the toddler got attacked by two pit bulls coming up from the basement oh no yep died died and, and it was on a july 4th party oh um, i guess they just released that news uh, it's like oh my god i mean and i and i love pit bulls i do but if you have pit if you do own pit bulls you have a burden of responsibility to make sure um, that there's nothing that can possibly go wrong, and having a toddler left unattended in a room, sorry, that that's um, that's that's, that's problematic. Sad. No matter what you think, no matter how safe you think your dogs might be, um, yeah, it was. I mean, they showed pictures of a little girl. Oh my God, it was so upsetting. We're still not off this topic yet. Which I know you, one? Deshaun Jackson. Oh boy. Um, it's gonna be weird. I'm not gonna more, go. We're I'm gonna not, lose more people. No, <laughs> just real quick. First of all, is first of all, Roger. I just lost another one. Oh, oh my god! Oh. There you go. Roger Goodell hasn't come out to say anything, from what I understand, to condemn uh, his words. Uh, but on a, I guess, a slightly positive note, Julian Edelman, who was the uh, receiver for the Patriots, along with uh, you know during the Brady era, Julian Edelman is Jewish. There's not that many of them in the NFL, but he's Jewish. He's a Jewish football player. He's a That's Jewish nice. football player. So he came out um, and spoke about the words that Deshaun um, made, and um, he publicly said that he would like Deshaun to come with him to the uh, the Holocaust Museum in D.C. to uh, show him how pathetic his words really are. So um, that was uh, nice to see Julian coming out and trying to extend an olive branch to uh, somebody who was just spewing hatred. So well, and at the same time, there's also some music group called Shine that is selling jewelry that had like swastikas on it, which was wonderful. also like a what, whole other thing. What wonderful! And they were like some sort of get, group that's yeah. like geared towards like Gen Z. It's very well, sad. 
my, my overall problem with the Deshaun Jackson, this whole thing is this country continues to tacitly legitimize anti-Semitism. They just, it just, it just, they just do. They, it, it's, it's viewed as not that big a deal. Yeah. It's just viewed as not that big a deal. And you can't, <laughs> you can say, oh, that's not true. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. It, it, it's viewed, it is viewed as being acceptable. Maybe not openly acceptable, but people don't view it as, as, as a problem. Uh, and that's sad. Uh, on the Mets, the bidding process is underway. Steve Cohen, the hedge fund guy. He came in big. Came in, put in a two billion dollar bid. Ooh, that's very high. I think it's lower than we what can't he can't meet. We we won't be we, able to yeah, do that. So, yep, I can't we, do we it. Will I'm, not out. Be, I'm out. We won't be able to match that. <laughs> I guess they're waiting for the other bids to come in. But oh, do you think that that J Lo and A Rod has a billion dollars? I'm just happy that this it's is like actually a, that's this, like this a, is beyond rumors now that it's an active sale process. Doctor uh, Evil. So again, I'd the, like to bid ten, 10 billion dollars if um if they sell the team. Yeah, and there's no baseball season. It will have been a successful year for the Mets. That's how, okay. That, that's how I look at it. Um, Stony Brook University has suspended three different fraternities: uh, Kappa Sig, Sigma Beta Rho, and Tau Kappa Epsilon. Three of them for investigation into sexual assault and hazing allegations. Hmm. Um, and it's interesting because I have, you know, given that we've had the pandemic, haven't had these stories um, come out in a while about college fraternities with these problems. And before the pandemic, it seemed like it was uh, just a continued continuation of uh, fraternities uh, you know, running wild with these flagrant, time and time again, unconscionable actions. Um, I was part of a fraternity. Uh, Beth was part of a sorority. Uh, I can say that, honestly, the fraternity that I was with had a strict no-hazing policy. We adhered to it um, to the letter. And uh, these fraternities out there, I, I, I hate to say it, I am really, I, I have gotten to a point where I just feel that the entire Greek system uh, should be abolished. And uh, this is coming from a person who still has many friends who were fraternity brothers, uh, but... <laughs> There are certainly a lot more problems than redeeming values that these fraternities have. Uh, drinking is a huge problem, of course. Drugs is a problem. And the biggest problem of all uh, is, you know, sexual assault. Uh, at, a, at a minimum, they need to change the system so that at least at a minimum, freshmen are not allowed to rush these fraternities because I think that's where a lot of the problems start. These kids come, they don't. They, they go to the school, they're getting acclimated to a new environment, away from their parents, they have you know no idea what it's like to be away, and here they are with all this freedom all of a sudden, just handed to them, and they're not responsible with their choices. So, you know, abolishing the Greek well, system is not going to happen. Right, but, but the I'm, other thing too, I mean, this fall is going to be very interesting, just because... You know, dorms have have restrictions. There's going to be so much going on in the fall where I feel like the fraternities, you know, are just not going to have, they're not going to be able to have those parties. They're not going to be able to do a lot of the things they normally do. And that will actually help the incoming freshman class if they have that rush experience. Because even in terms of dating, and I, I had this conversation with my friend Vicky yesterday, 
we were talking about how people, you know, like our, our kids and and also she has like her whole experience with dating has all been those apps. Every app you and I didn't have the apps. We didn't we meet met. on an app. We didn't meet on an app. We met on a blind date. So that was our app. But the interesting thing now is that so many people, both young people, older, anyone who's dating, they they may meet on this app, but they're actually getting to know each other. So what this pandemic has caused is it has stopped hookup culture in its tracks, at least for these several months, and it might even be for a year. It's almost unfortunately what the AIDS epidemic had done back in the you know, 80s, it was the same thing. It scared the crap out of people and and it, it you know, changed a mindset. And I wonder whether or not are we going to go back to kids getting to know each other and actually having relationships versus this hookup and the sexual assault, you know, growing because of the fact that people are, you know, that because that's, but that's only what they knew. When Beth and I first met, she just wanted to hook up with me. I'm like, no, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, 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 I'm about, I'm, I'm a lot, yeah. you know, there's a lot more to me. Yeah, than exactly. Just that. No, you, for, I mean, for the, I said, listen, the minute you walked in the door, I was like, Cornell. I'm like, let's take, you. let's take this slow. He okay? had a job. Uh, but Done. One, two, three. Done. All, all seriousness, and, I, and I'm going to just go on my soapbox for just 30 more seconds. If you happen to have a teenage son that's either, you know, in high school or going to be going off to college, do yourself and your family and your son a favor and spend 15 minutes or so talking to him, truly talking to him about when they say what when no means no. We, you know, everybody likes to, you know, say, oh, yeah, yeah, my kid knows what no means no. No, actually go through it with them and explain what that means. If it, if a girl is intoxicated, doesn't even need to say no. Just walk away because mm-hmm. a girl who is intoxicated is not, does not have the ability to say no. So you have to go through all the situations with your son and explain to them truly what consent means. It, I, it might feel a little bit uncomfortable, all right? I know it's uncomfortable. I have had my conversations with Dylan. I have gone down scenarios, and I basically said, if there's any reason why you have any doubt in your mind whatsoever whether or not what you are about to do is even the slightest bit questionable, you need to walk away. And if you see a friend of yours that's involved with, with another girl that might be doing something questionable, you need to step in right away. Seriously, have the conversation. It's really important. And I would like to see young people dating again. Yes. I would like to see that happen. I would like to see people treating themselves, each other with respect, getting to know each other. I want us to go back to that model. We'll go back to dating soon. Okay. All right. He was a very good dater. I was a very good dater. Thank you very much. He was a very good dater. He treated me very well. (laughs) Thank you. You know, and that's what I want for my kids. Um... Real quick before we go on to the uh, educational part of our show. Yes. Um, remember Gary Larson? Oh, yeah. I think it was the, like the a the cartoonist. Far, yeah. I used yeah. to like seeing this. Supposedly, the, um, he just released some new cartoons the first time in 25 years. Oh, So okay. if, anybody was a far si- if anybody was a fan of The Far Side with Gary Larson, take a look. Supposedly, he's got some new stuff out. All right. Okay. We have a lot of, still have a lot of time on our hands. All right. Word of the day. Okay, oh, here we go. Now, I think this one you should get. Okay. Histrionic. Oh, I got that. Histrionic. H-I-S-T-R-I-O-N-I-C. Histrionic. It's like overly emotional and, and you know, spare me the histrionics. 
Exactly. Good job. Finally. Kind of overly dramatic. My father used to use that yeah. on me. Yeah. Spare overly me the histrionics, Beth. Exactly. Overly dramatic <laughs> behavior, speech, acting, the histrionics. And since you were so upset yesterday. About losing uh, all the trivia. About the trivia. I decided to do a topic that I think you're going to really love. Rocket. Okay. Okay. What is this it? Is, Movies? This is, no, this is all 1970s TV trivia. Okay. I can do this. Okay. So here we go. All so right, anybody, I'm trivia ready. time. It's 1970s. 1970s. All like un PC shows. Okay. Ready, folks? Ready? Here we go. First question. On the television show Taxi, mm-hmm. what actor played Bobby Wheeler? Oh, man. On the television show Taxi, what actor played Bobby Wheeler? He also played Kanicki in Grease, and his name was... Did he die? I think he died. He did die. Um, I think from a drug overdose, I think. Yeah. He was on celebrity rehab. What the heck was his name? Hmm. Going once. Doug something? Nope. Going twice. (laughs) Kanicki. Lisa and I are (laughs) like, he was Kanicki. The answer is... I, Come on. It's like on the tip of my tongue. Um, Greg something? Nope. The answer is Jeff Conway. Ah, Jeff Conway. All right. Oh, man. Ah, close enough, Lisa. All right, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff something. <laughs> Lisa got half credit. Jeff his, something. His parents did give him a last name, but we'll just go with something. <laughs> it was... <laughs> All right. Second question. The Norman Lear production... This... Excuse me. This Norman Lear production mm-hmm. was based on a British program called Death Till Death Us Do Part. What was the TV show? Okay. I'm this Norman Lear production was based on a British program called Till Death Us Do Part. You're going to have to go with All in the Family. You would be correct. All in the Family is the answer. Interesting that it was based on a British that, show. That's, that's, that's kind of... A lot I, of good shows are based that, on British shows. Oh, I know, and you love that. Kevin Got Conway. All right. He had Third the last question. name. The show MASH, M-A-S-H... When oh, was... he said not Conway. It's Conaway. You're right. It's Jeff Conaway, not oh, Conway. Oh, my bad. Thank you, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> Kevin's keeping me on my toes. Good, jo- good yeah. job, Kevin. Um, the show MASH, yes. M-A-S-H, what does it stand for? Oh, man. What does MASH stand for? Oh, mobile. Ambulatory. Uh, surgical hospital. Say it again. One more time. Mobile Ambulatory Surgical Hospital. Oh, I wanted to give it to you so M- Mobile Ambulance? Surgical? Nope. Mobile. Nope. Hmm. Come on, MASH. What does it stand for? I wasn't a big MASH mobile? fan. Mobile? Okay. What? What's yeah. the A stand for? Now, I nope. went with Ambulatory, too. Nope. I thought nope. that would have been it. It's All not right. a surgery, no. The answer... Wait, wait, he's still going. There's still other people. There, there, we may have somebody coming in. Army is the... Correct. Word. It's Mobile, Mobile Army, Army Surgical Hospital. Go Lee. Thank you. Okay. Before she was Alice, Linda Lavin played a detective on what show? Before she was Before Alice. she was Alice... Linda Lavin played a detective on what this show? This is tricky. This is a good one. I mean, I would think Policewoman. <laughs> 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 or Barney Miller. Kojak. Lisa went with Kojak. 
Wait, Barney Miller? Barney Miller is correct. Ah. All right. Got all a couple. Right. Got a couple. I, that's interesting. I never even remember one woman on Barney yeah. Miller. Get, got a couple. There's two questions on this one coming up, okay? All right. In the show, Eight is Enough. Oh, I love that in show. In the show, Eight is Enough. Two parts before you answer. All right. What was the name of the family, the last name of the family? And I need you to tell me who the oldest sibling was and who the youngest sibling was. Oh, man. Oh, In boy. the show, Eight is Enough, what was the last name of the family? Oh, I can't remember. And I need remember. the name of the oldest sibling and the youngest sibling. Okay, somebody's got to give this one. Bradford. Bradford is correct. Excellent, Lisa. Very good. The oldest sibling and the youngest. Damn, who was it? The mom, the stepmom was Abby, and she was in Carrie. Remember that? I do remember that. Um. All right, who, who's the oldest all I keep thinking is the Partridge family, and it's the wrong family. It's not Keith. Um, see, if you had asked me that, I would have said Keith and Tracy, and I would have won. But I can't. Bradford is correct. Okay. Good morning, Al. Who's the oldest? Trivia lurker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tim Van Patten? Nope. No, but that's the... Mary! Okay. Not the oldest. Ah, oh, Mary not was older the than oldest. she seems. No, really? Hmm... Nicholas was, Nicholas, the was the Nicholas, Nicholas was the youngest. Nicholas was the youngest. Okay. And the oldest was okay. David. Oh, David. And, and the siblings were David, Mary, Joni, Susan, Nancy, Elizabeth, Tommy, and Nicholas. There oh you go. man! All right. Next question: What type of business did George Jefferson own? I know. What type? What type? Of, I know. I know this one. What type? Well, of, we're moving on uh, up to the yeah. east side. Do a what would our show be? Because our show, our show would not be moving sky. on. We're moving on. What type of what type of business did George Jefferson own? Go, tell me. Dry cleaners. Correct. Dry Fish cleaners. Don't fry in the Next kitchen. question: What year did Little House on the Prairie debut? Oh, what, I love that show. What year did Little House on the Prairie debut? Okay, all right. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. Nineteen. 76. Oh, good morning, Kathy. Everybody I guess knew what, the cleaners. I guess word got out that there was trivia about the 70s TV show. <laughs> this come, is a hot one. I uh, love this. I love this topic. Thank you on. for this. So I'm thinking... What I, year? I said, Lisa and I are both sticking with 1976. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Okay, so maybe 74? 1974 is the answer. Ooh. Next question. On Happy Days... Mm-hmm. Oh, I can, I can do Happy Days. Next... On Happy Days, what was the name of Richie and Joni's older brother? Oh, man, what happened to him? I didn't even remember they had an older brother. On Happy Days, what was the name of Richie and Joni's older brother? Where was he the whole time? I don't know. That's a good, good question. But, uh, Richie and Joni's older brother? Mike. No. Oh. Anybody? Hank. Of 1950s name. Wow, okay. Uh, On Happy Days, what was the name of Richie and Joni's older brother? Richard. Richard Sr. Ah, uh, very good, Kathy. Chuck. Chuck is the answer. Oh, Chuck is the answer. Chuck. But what happened to him? Was he even in an episode? I don't know. Number Where'd nine. What TV undercover cop had a cockatoo named Fred? Okay. I, okay what I TV undercover. What TV undercover cop had a cockatoo named Fred? And he is so nice. 
Really? He is the nicest man. Really, really good guy. Magnum P.I. Tom Selleck. Wrong. Wrong. Oh, then he's not the nice guy. <laughs> wrong. Selleck, that was the wait, 80s. Wait, TV, Tom Selleck is a, a nice, nice guy. guy. That part's not wrong. Columbo. Nope. No. The answer is... Wasn't Columbo? Peter Falk. No? Beretta. Very good, Lisa. Oh, Beretta. Oh, yeah, because I went 80s. Oh. The last yeah, question... I don't know anything about Beretta. Your last question <laughs> of the day. What was the name of the actor that played Lamont Sanford on Sanford and Sons? Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son. Lamont. What was the name was of the name? actor that played Lamont? Oh, man. What a funny show. That was such a good Great show. Great show. <sighs> Did you hear? remember the story about um, Red Fox where he gave money to Pat Morita to help great. him with his house? That was, that was a very nice story. A... Oh, Lisa goes, Beretta, not a nice not guy. Not a nice guy, no. No. <laughs> That's why when Beth started answering, I'm like, really? I don't think he's a nice guy. Wait, is he the one who was on The Little Rascals? Who? Beretta. No. Oh. I don't know Lamont's name. Durand? Close. The answer is... Demond Wilson. Oh, Demond. Okay, maybe that was just a typo. Demond Wilson. <laughs> On that note, I gotta get running. Alright. Alright, we're gonna be back again tomorrow, everyone. Yep, All and right. everybody stay safe. It's everybody stay safe. Watch out for the storm today. Tropical Storm Faye is coming. I've been predicting the storm since last night. I've it's, been wrong. It's a little bit of rain. I've, I've been wrong since last night, so... Um, on that note... Thank you very much for spending some time with us. We'll see everybody tomorrow, and smiles, everyone. Bye.